Welcome to the Oda Magazine podcast. We at Oda desire to give a deeper insight into the people we spend time with through a podcast featuring creatives and entrepreneurs across art, fashion, films and other creative disciplines. Each episode highlights the work of individuals actively participating in culture and the conversations they inspire. Our guests discuss how they see the future dealing with themes such as diversity, equality, understanding and, of course, passion. Odda is a platform where self-expression, imagination and dreams are brought to the next level and shared with those looking to be inspired. Okay, I'm going to start asking you the questions, okay? Okay. So everyone knows about Palais de Tokyo as being a very important museum in, in Paris, but it's known too because it has one of the largest art bookstores book in the city. Could you tell us a little bit about the story of your bookshop? Yes, of course. Uh, so initially the first bookstore was a branch of the Modern Art Museum of Paris, which is just across us, just in front of us, uh, when the Palais de Tokyo first uh, opened in the 2000s. Um, the head of the contemporary art section then at the other bookstore, uh, Arnaud Frémaux, became the manager of this one. So uh, he still is now uh, our manager. Uh, the bookstore was uh, designed by Lacaton and Vassal, like all the rest of the Palais de Tokyo. And it was quite known because first they had a nice selection of like really contemporary art books nice object and uh, we had a big big magazine section already at the at this instance with a lot of fashion uh, magazine uh, international fashion magazines and art magazines so it was a high uh, place for uh, fashion like fashion magazines and uh, during the fashion weeks we had a, it was very popular and then in 2017, uh, there was a, a tender for the new bookshop and Kayedar won it in association with Walter Koenig. And so they opened in 2017 and the new bookshop, which is huge, 300 met, uh, meters square, uh, was then designed by Office, uh, the other architecture uh, And uh, since then, we, we've been open for five years in this new bookshop. And uh, we managed by uh, both Walter Koenig and Kayeda. That's nice. And can you tell me about that union? Like, how did it happen, the union between Walter Koenig and Kayeda? And why did you decide to join forces? Yeah, so this, as you said, this is two historical houses for publishing. Uh, on one side, Kayeda was eager to implement itself more in the contemporary art scene and the contemporary art books uh, like publishing and diffusion. And on the other, on the other side, uh, Walter Koenig wanted to work in France and open a bookstore in France. So it was a very, like it was a good deal for both of them. And they really had a common um, like um, ideal to open a really like um, expert and big place for contemporary arts uh, books. So as you said, there is, those are two historic houses. So uh, Kayeda on one side was created in 1976 by uh, Zervos, Christian Zervos, who was a art critic. And uh, it was a very important um, 
publishing house and uh, publication, the Kedar magazine itself, uh, for the diffusion of modern art in France. Uh, then in uh, 2012, uh, like the first Kedar uh, stopped in 1960, and it was uh, relaunched in 2012 by Stefan Arenberg, a Swedish uh, art collector. And since then, they like continue the tradition of the publishing house and the magazine, like the publication, by on one hand still um, publish things about the first era of modern arts, the first uh, half of the 20th century, but also at the same time that they publish a lot of things with contemporary artists to keep alive this idea of diffusing, like to promoting art from the present. On the other side, uh, the other side of the deal is Walter Koenig, who started in 1969, his first bookshop and the publishing house and in Cologne in uh, Germany. And they were two a very important um, publishing house and bookstore uh, in the 60s and the 70s uh, in uh, Germany, because it was a very flourishing art scene there. And since then, the book, the, the house, like continue to flourish. And now there is like 45 um, uh, Walter Koenig bookstores in Europe, mainly in Germany, but there is two in London, in the Whitechapel Gallery, the Whitechapel Gallery and the Serpentine Gallery. There's one in Amsterdam, uh, in uh, Brussels, in Paris, and even in Milano, one de dedicated to fashion and design. And so those are two very important publishing and yeah, arts uh, book, uh, arts publishing uh, houses. So it was almost natural for them to join uh, forces and to, to open a, a space like this in Paris. That's so nice. And being linked to such an important cultural institution like Palais du Tokyo must be really exciting. How do you coordinate with their exhibitions and how do you benefit from having this incredible professional relationship? So we have like, it is a perfect, we have a private uh, like brands, so we are not directly working for the Palais Tokyo, but we have a permanent uh, connection and uh, collaboration with the team, all the teams actually of the Palais Tokyo. So from a curating and a, select, a book selection point of view, um, for ex each exhibition, curators and artists uh, give, give, give us a list, a selection of books, and then we, the team of the bookstore, are make, make research too to complement uh, the list and to offer our public an extended selection of books about the exhibition, the artist, and the team, the teams of the, the themes of the exhibition. But we have two uh, great. It's a great place. Well, it's a great uh, job because we have um, a relationship with like almost all uh, teams of the Palette Tokyo, the building ones, like uh, more organization one, the, med the mediators, uh, even security and everyone. So we can really like um, get all the organization and uh, the museum, like the center, the contemporary art center as a whole and see how everyone works together. And, uh, and we have a great view of the exhibitions too, of course, because we, know more about them and we can visit them as much as we want. So it's great for us. So nice. And well, you kind of talked about that, but can you mm, tell me about the process and criteria you follow to display the best products on the market? 
like kind of what you mentioned about your product, your private um, collections and such? Um, so we are a branch of Walter Koenig, which is a, which is a, which is a big, big house and uh, we, uh, which has a lot of bookstores. So a part of our selection, mainly the international selection, is sent to us directly by the headquarters in Cologne from uh, Walter Koenig. So they make uh, a first selection of international book, a very good selection usually, of course. And then we, the, the Paris team, we select uh, other books, so mainly French, but we can also choose other, like select some books internationally if we like them. And well, the process is kind of the same for all of us, but the criteria depends on our section. Of course, you want, you're not looking for the same thing in the catalog or in a graphic art book uh, or in um, uh, essay and political essay. So each section requires different criteria, but the process is more or less the same for everyone. So we, we of course, we, we read, we go to exhibition. And so we kind of get what's in the zeitgeist, what is talked about. And then we work with publisher who present their books, or uh, we sometimes even work directly with uh, self-published artists or self-published authors. That's depend of the things, but mainly we work with publisher who present their books. And I, uh, for example, like I'm head of the fashion section and the architecture and the magazine one. And the magazine one, I really uh, take care of myself. Like I don't get anything from Germany. So the same way they, a lot of magazine get, like I have a distributor for a lot of magazine, but a lot of magazine get directly to me too. So I can select directly some special magazine that I like, so that's kind of cool. Great. And could you name which are, for example, your customer's favorite books or which are your best sellers? And could you give me kind of a top 10 list? Um, I don't know if I really can give you a top 10 list because it's that depends on of, of a lot of things. That um, the main things we usually sell, of course, is related to our exhibitions. So the catalog of the exhibition presented at uh, the Palais Tokyo and all the books related to the topics and to the artists, of course. So those are all, always the main, like the top sales because it's directly linked to the exhibition that uh, the visitors ha have seen. So that's one thing. Then we have like in essays, it's gonna be dependent on what is really relevant at the moment. So like these days we have a, Bell Hooks have a lot of success because uh, she died not so long ago and her works are really relevant. These days about feminism and racial um, uh, relationships. And uh, like this, the kind of topics are really relevant there. For catalogs, it's usually the catalogs of the exhibition that are presented in the moment in general. So right now, for example, there is a beautiful exhibition of Tatiana Trouvé in a, the Centre Pompidou, which is a French artist, a great French artist that I love a lot. And her catalog is uh, very successful at the moment. And we have like a few artists uh, that are talked about a lot in the moment, so they'll sell a lot. Like I know this year, like uh, French painters like Claire Tabouret or Ch Nina Childress had a lot of success, so their books were selling a lot. And then that depends on architecture is always like 
each section has its bestseller depending on the moment and what is talked about and what is re relevant exactly at the moment. So the exhibitions, and maybe a movie came out or maybe, you know, so it's, it's hard to pin really uh, a top 10 list. It would be like, I could tell you like Mona Cholet, which is a French feminist essayist, sells a lot these days, or uh, Bell Hooks, as I said, or um, books about, um, about like typography is always a bestseller you know there, we have a lot of different like uh angles or different sections that have their own bestsellers yeah nice and from your ex expert point of view what makes an outstanding art book which are the main points it has to cover to be perfect uh well it's linked to what i just said i think a bit uh the main point for me in art book it's relevancy so that depends it's topical, so if the topic is really relevant to the zeitgeist of the moment of what is talked about in the art scene and in the sociological scene in general, or um, uh, the relevancy uh, regarding the art news, like the exhibitions, and what is like important in the moment in the art scene. And then I think to make a, like a perfect book, a perfect art book, it should be like all combined and all made sense to all make sense together, mean, meaning like the topic and the design of the book are like mean and make sense together. And all is really worked a lot to make like a perfect book for me. Like you need to have content and form in a perfect osmosis, I would say. Nice. And you mentioned, of course, your big magazine selection, uh, which is quite known in Paris. And uh, can you tell me uh, about it? For example, what types of magazines um, this selection features and why it is so popular in Paris? So, uh, as I said in the beginning, this magazine section was huge from the beginning. So it gained popularity with the time because there's not so much places in Paris, so many places in Paris where you can get such a wide range of magazines and uh, especially international magazines. Uh, we have uh, our selection is like we have mainly fashion magazine, like high standard international fashion magazine, because the Palais Tokyo, I have to say, uh, is a good place for fashion. We uh, there's a lot of um, uh, fashion show here during the fashion week. So we had uh, Rick Owens, we had Celine's uh, Off White a, year, a few years ago. So it's a turning point in the fashion scene in Paris here too. So we have a lot of fashion, so other, of course, we have System Magazine, we have Interview, we have a lot of interesting fashion magazine, big ones. We have Arts, Design, Graphic Design, and Photography magazines, so that's important to an international too, uh, to offer a wide variety and wide angles of what is important and relevant in the art scene. And what I try to do too is to like um, balance between big publication, known, important international publication and more independent, smaller, sometimes fanzines, uh, smaller publication of like artists or young uh, designers that want to try something. So we're uh, really trying to balance between these types of publications. So we have like quite a big uh, selection and yeah, people come sometimes come only to big magazine here because they know it's, uh, we have a wi wide, wide uh, selection. That's amazing. Um, 
And while I personally prefer printed books, uh, but the rise of technology and screen devices offer various alternatives. What's your take on this matter, taking into account the printed products you sell? Um, so I quite agree with you myself about books, obviously, because I work in the bookstore. Yeah. Uh, so it's true they have a, there are objects of memories that we can like that can have a sentimental values for people. I myself love the way you can take them with you and they can be marked by your own adventures and you can write in them. And if you buy secondhand books, sometimes you have marks of the past of other lives. And I think there is a, a poetical value in it, in the object of book itself. But uh, on the other side, I think the rise of new technology can't be uh, stopped anyway. And I think it offers some advantages too. Um, and there are like good alternatives to books too. For example, if you're struggling, oh, I freeze. Can you hear me? Yes. Uh, no. Yeah. no. Yeah, you froze. Yeah. <laughs> but no. Yeah. I think I'm okay. 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 So when you're traveling, you can like bring a lot more books with you with a Kindle device. Um, and for for like archives, it's great too because it's more accessible. You can like um, if you're like uh, studying art history or thing, you can reach check some books in the other world of on the other side of the world. Um, but in the bigger picture, it can be good and problematic at the same time. So accessibility is a good thing in a way because like the video format, for example, give, give a lot of people a new access to information they may not have because they're not used or don't like the written medium. But on the other side, you need a computer. If we really don't have books anymore, you would need a computer to access information, which is a real problem for accessibility. So it's, I think it's a complicated topic. But um, I think from my part, we should like have both of them because they both good, but we need both. And well, from our point of view in the bookstore, we have a special place because we are first situated in an important institution. We are a specialized bookstore and we are in French, which is still very attached to books and bookstores. So we have a like a special position in this business because we still have a lot of people coming for art books here. Great, and how do you see the future and of, of books, of printed books. Do you think that there will be a time when we no longer use paper and read from tablets or it's pure fiction? No, not really. I think if you think about books and the rise of the new technologies, there's two angles to see, like there's two sides of books. There's first the side, like just the, res the result of printing, like meaning before book, before the invention of printing, you couldn't spread information so widely. So printing uh, gave us the, the possibility to spread uh, information to a wide, wide range of people. And like the Kindle of the, the screens, the Kindle of, of any other device you may uh, use to read written text, it's just an evolution of this one. This. So 
it's it's one thing. It's like spreading the information. This uh, side of the book can be replaced. I hope not totally, but can be replaced by uh, a screen. But there is another side of the book, which is the book as a medium itself. So, and it's especially relevant to uh, an art bookstore because it's not the same. It's not just a, a main to to, diffuse, to spread information. It becomes a, a real medium itself, like almost a creation itself. So, in our side of the business, uh, books can't really disappear. I think because it's a almost a form of art. Um, you have art books, for example, that was Walter Koenig and K. Dark published artist books who are really made by artists and who are objects, who are from the cover to the inside. Everything is designed and worked by an artist. And this is like a medium. It's not just something you can read. The book itself is the piece you want to buy. And same in a lot of art area, uh, when you buy a graphic design art book, for example, a uh, graphic design book, for example, the book itself is part of the piece. Uh, the book itself is going to show you how the, the design is laid on the pages and everything. So I think, yes, for spreading information, books may be going to be um, less relevant than before. But the books itself that, that existed well before the printing, uh, people made books in the end, in the, in the, like from always almost. And it was a craft, a real craft. And so I think this side of the book, the medium, the craft of making books will never disappear, in my opinion. I love that. <laughs> and well, to conclude, how do you feel about the evolution of your bookshop and what can customers expect from it? Any new exciting projects or changes we should know about? Uh, well, the Palette Tokyo uh, had a new direction a few, uh, not so long ago. So they're trying to open even more the Palette Tokyo to, to a wider range of public. So that's quite exciting because I think it's really great when you can reach all kinds of people to uh, take what can be taken from art. And um, so that's quite exciting. Uh, we, I think we are, as always, excited to see the next exhibitions and to uh, like have new customers and uh, meet new people. And like we're quite happy because we were closed during COVID a bit. So now we are like coming back and um, and yeah, so we have always like, we have an Instagram you can follow and we have always events like signatures and sometimes some events at the launches for magazines or books. So that's always exciting. And uh, we are eager to see what the Palais Tokyo uh, is gonna organize for the next years. And, uh, and we're gonna go along with this. So nice. So that's the end of the interview. 